Okay, I want you to think about one of your favorite photos, one that you're most proud of. Got it? So now I want you to think about what it took for you to get that image. Was it something that you envisioned beforehand and you worked for a really long time to get it set up? Was it just one of those, you know, right place, right time situations where you captured the perfect shot? Without knowing anything about what photo you're thinking of, I imagine it's safe to say that one way or the other, that image was the result of a lot of trying and failing, right? Either in the moment or over time. You were able to get to that image because you kept trying and you kept failing and you kept learning from your mistakes. We are artists, and maybe there's no such thing as truly a perfect photograph, but we are all on the hunt anyway. That is, it's like the relentless pursuit of that just out of reach ideal. And the more we try, the better we get, right? So if we know as artists that the road to success is paved with failure, why are so many of us afraid to try and fail in our businesses? And honestly, what does failure even mean? That's what I want to chat about today on the podcast. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. In 1906, an Italian economist named Vilfredo Pareto, (laughs) say that five times fast, created a formula to describe the unequal division of wealth in his country. And at the time, he was showing that 80% of the land and the wealth in Italy was owned by 20% of the population. And of course, by today's standards, (laughs) that seems quaint. Um, But the Pareto principle, which is now known also as the 80-20 rule or the rule of the vital few, states that in many cases, roughly 80% of the effects of an action come from 20% of the actions themselves. And we see this rule play out everywhere, right? 80% of your inquiries come from 20% of your marketing, 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your offers, 80% of the complaints in your business come from hopefully less than 20% of your clients, the list goes on. The value in knowing the Pareto principle is that if we look carefully at the full spectrum of whatever it is that we're talking about, marketing efforts, offers, clients, etc., we can intentionally start to get rid of the 80% that's not serving us. And thereby, we save ourselves time, money, and unnecessary stress. But in order to get to a place where you can look at 100% and find the 20% that is serving you, you kind of have to dive in and try stuff, Right. And this is where I see a lot of photographers struggle. When it comes to business, and particularly when it comes to anything money-related, a lot of photographers get stuck in what I think of as the passive action trap. We're like the little kid on the high dive who's dancing around, 
thinking about jumping, but either never doing it, we're, you know, going back and descending the ladder of shame, (laughs) or we're taking so long to work up the nerve that, you know, we get derailed because the whistle blows for Adult Swim or something. Maybe this rings true for you. Um, A lot of photographers, one of the big examples of this that I can give is, you know, a lot of people will spend like a year or more in the portfolio building phase when, if we're being honest, if they even needed to build a portfolio in the first place beyond what they came to start a business with, they could probably do so with a handful of models in the span of a couple of weeks and then actually get their business started with the prices that they need to charge. Another example would be, you know, we think and think and think and think and think about raising our prices until we are so far past burnout that it doesn't even matter anymore. Now we just want to go back to our day job. Or (laughs) we listen to podcast after podcast filled with great business strategies while we're out on a walk or we're driving to the grocery store. But we don't ever make the time to sit down and actually do the work required to get the results that that podcast could give us if we were to actually take action. Now, that is not to say that we aren't actually expending our energy when we do these things. Kind of the opposite, really, right? Thinking and stressing and beating ourselves up about stuff, that's where energy goes to die. But that kind of energy, those kinds of energy expenditures, they don't actually help us. They feel like we're busy, they feel like we're doing stuff, but they have no effect. In fact, they are a large part of that 80% of wasted effort. I started thinking about all this for a couple of reasons, but one was that I recently heard this little parable that I guess comes from a book, and I'm going to try and figure out what book it is so that I can put it in the show notes. But the parable is called The Boots Theory of Socioeconomic Unfairness. And it goes... Something like um, there is a man, he makes $40 or $30 a month, and he needs shoes. He needs boots. And there are two kinds of boots that he can buy. One kind of, one pair of boots costs $50, and it's leather and lasts for 10 years. And the other pair of boots costs $10 and wears out after a year or two when, you know, the souls give out. And because this guy only makes 30 or $40 a month, the $50 pair of boots is, seems impossible. So what he does is he spends $10 on a pair of boots, and then a year and a half later, he spends another $10 on a pair of boots. And by the time that the 10 years is over, he has spent far more on the boots, that the, the crappy boots, than if he had just purchased one good pair of boots to begin with. So the moral of the story is that quality costs more in the short term, but that the economics reverse over time, right? In the long term, quality eventually becomes less expensive, sometimes a lot less expensive when you break it down over the length of time. 
The unfairness part, of course, comes in because not everyone has the $50 to fork over for the quality in the first place. You know, it's not that this man didn't recognize that the leather boots were the better option. He just couldn't afford them, and that is patently unfair. But just like we get frustrated with clients who drive nice cars and live in fancy neighborhoods and then look us in the eye and tell us they can't afford to spend $500 for photos of their kids— or that $5,000 on wedding photography will mean that they have to cut into their $15,000 flower budget, we have to look in the mirror and ask ourselves whether we really don't have the time or money to do something when what we're perhaps doing is filling our time, scrolling Instagram, or spending our money on, let's say, you know, preset after preset or prop after prop inexpensive things, time or money-wise, that fill up our budget, but that don't really contribute to that 20% that will make a real difference. To bring it back to the boots story, it's like if this guy had $100 in his pocket and he could afford the $50 boots, but the cheap $10 boots meant that he got to hang on to that extra money for a little bit longer and kick the can down the road in his busted shoes. (laughs) I feel like most of us get into this situation every once in a while. And at the end of this podcast, which is going to be just a minute or 30 seconds even, instead of immediately going on to the next thing, I want you to hit stop and actually think for a minute. What is it that's actually holding you back on achieving your next business goal? And then what is the solution that's right in front of you that you're just afraid to take action on. We're all there in some way, shape, or form in our in our businesses. So what is it for you right now? And if the reason that you are not taking action on that is that you feel like it's going to cost you too much, too much time, too much money, too much effort, I want to challenge you on that and ask you, is that really true? Or is that just an excuse to put off the scary step of action, of trying. Because what if it did work? You know, what if you achieved your goal? What if you got that amazing photograph that we're all chasing after and that requires trying and failing? The way I always like to ask this question is, what would my future self tell me to do? How would they advise me? That's it for today. (laughs) Hope you guys have a great week. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Can't Be That Hard. I'll be back same time, same place next week. In the meantime, you can find more information about this episode, along with all the relevant links, notes, and downloads at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash learn. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Even better, share the love by leaving a review in iTunes. And as always, thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.